I think the hardest thing for a woman to do is just to shut up and stand there and just like own her beauty. Glow Coaching Podcast. I'm super, super excited because today we have an amazing, amazing fitness trainer on who I have been following and keeping up with in the fitness space for years now. And she does everything from celebrity training to working with mind body stuff to dance. And I'm really inspired by her authenticity, which is why I really wanted to have her on the show today. So we're welcoming Nicole Winhofer. And Nicole, how are you doing today? I feel really happy and a bit cold because I just taught a class and I'm sitting in my sweat, but you're warming me up, please. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, awesome. Awesome. So Nicole is out of New York. So what's really drawn me most to you and what you do is that you have this element about you that is very radiant. And it just seems like to me, you're really standing in your soul in a way. And so I'm excited to chat with you about what inspires you and what's really motivating what you're doing in the space. Oh, wow. Thank you for seeing me, Blaze. That means a lot. What inspires me is theater. I love musicals. I love music. The first musical I saw was Rent. I love drawing, so I draw with pencils, oils, watercolor. I love birds and animals. I went to the Museum of Natural History last Sunday and just got lost in the shark exhibit, the birds exhibit, and I really love passion. I think passion is very important, and in the word passion, it also spells A-S-S for ass, which I think is the most beautiful thing on a woman. So what better thing than to have passion and ass? Can I say that on your podcast? Yes, you can. We're unedited, so it's all good. Okay. Cool. And like, yeah, so I think that's something that I really notice as well because just having that passion really shows through. And so I heard you mention something on your Instagram a few weeks ago that you said that really ties into this whole idea of inspiration. And you mentioned that like dancing, I know dance is a big part of your brand. And you said dancing is like breathing to me. So do you think you could tell me a little bit more about this? Because we're really, I'm really wanting to just inspire the audience and the listeners to think about what's really fueling them. So tell us a little bit about your journey with dance and how it fuels you in this way. Wow. Thank you for writing that beautiful paragraph. That was beautiful. And a big question, because no one's ever asked that to me. Dance is like breathing. I guess when we breathe, it's like an automatic human body response. So it comes easily. We don't really have to think about it. And when I dance, I feel like I'm breathing, meaning it's second nature. I had a really tough childhood and dance helped me feel safe. It helped me feel like I could own my body. Dance helped me feel like I could escape the troubles of adolescent or, you know, the rebellious teenage years and really own my mind and my body. So no one told me what to do. No one could kind of take my self-expression away from me. I owned that. 
And what I love about dance too, is that it has a beautiful discipline of structure. So you have to be really good at the technique. You have to study it. You have to practice every day. So I think dance is the perfect blend between technique and artistry with practice and freedom. And I think being a woman, we need both. We need that rational thinking brain and the creative freer brain to bring balance to our bodies. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to dig in a little bit more. I think that's really great what you mentioned about not only like feeling safe in our bodies, but this idea of balance. And that's what I really see within your brand. And you also mentioned like wanting to feel safe in your body. So how do you translate that out to the people that you work with? Like, how do you make them feel safe? And, you know, I'm sure you work with a wide variety of clientele and students and participants. So how do you really cultivate that? Well, I am very aware that by me wearing tight, revealing clothing and by asking my students to also stand there is very invasive and awkward. I think females have a really hard time standing there and looking pretty or just being themselves or being normal. I think women feel the need that they have to do something like overthink or overperform or work harder, make more money or solve problems or be more successful or start a podcast or start a brand or start this. And I think the hardest thing for a woman to do is just to shut up and stand there and just like own her beauty because it was hard for me in the past to do that. Now that I'm in my health and in my balance, I'm encouraging my females to do that by attending dance classes, by rolling up her t-shirt and showing her fat, skinny, cellulite stomach, letting her stomach go, letting her boobs hang out and shake and shivel, like owning her skin, like owning her imperfectness, her normalness, and really pushing my women to be imperfect and be like, yeah, I'm imperfect. Watch me. Look at me. Yeah. And it is so inspiring because that's true confidence. True confidence is not being perfect. True confidence is being like, yeah, I'm imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think it's super important and it's powerful because I feel like we're in this time now where we're shifting from this. You have to be perfect. You have to look a certain way. You have to be perfectly skinny to oh, look, I have all of these things about me that are imperfect. And so what you're doing is taking that and then allowing women to embody that and take ownership of that, which is pretty beautiful if you ask me. Oh, thanks, please. Yeah. Has that been something that's always been like, you know, so you started with this dance that became this escape for you and this beautiful modality for you to express yourself. So when you came into that, and then you started working with others, is this something that's always been a foundational piece or has it evolved over time as you've evolved your brand and your practice? And I know you do a lot of research with neuroscience and stuff like that. It's definitely evolved because I think that I found my identity through my success, meaning like, oh, I'm a good dancer. Yay, I exist. Or yay, I was on Broadway. Yay, I exist. Or I got to train this famous person. Yay, I exist. Oh, I can do this and do that and do this and do that. Look, I exist. That I got really, really, really sick because I departed from my soul. 
And I was like, why am I continuing to chase fame and money and chase these things and keep on chasing and chasing and chasing? And I was so unhappy inside. Yeah, I had all this money and all this success and all like whatever. And I got so sick that it took me having a soul awakening three times over to be like, wow, where am I? Like, let's pull it together. And I found myself again. And so now I'm just happy being me and dance and teaching and everything else because I now have my health is just secondary and like cherry on top. Okay. So how far down that hole did you have to go to realize that perhaps like, cause I've been there too, where it's like you have all the success and externally everyone thinks that like everything's perfect. But then on the inside, you're like, I feel like my soul is dying a little bit. So how far down that road did you have to go? And what was the turning point for you? Well, because of my will and my laser like focus and my need to win, I disassociated from my body. My body was sick and tired and exhausted and was full of chronic illnesses and unhappiness and depression that I literally had to black out and wake up in a hospital to be like, oh, there's something wrong. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I can do it. I can do it. No, 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 no. I can do it. I literally had to get so sick. My body and my soul was screaming, hello, what about us? You forgot about us. And so now when I'm teaching, I'm sharing with women, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything. Just breathe and, and be there for yourself. Like that will come. So I really work on the chakras and the energy, like you said, with the neuroscience, because everything is frequency. And I literally zapped all my energy to be somebody I wasn't. And when you open this call, you're like, oh, you're so radiant. It's because literally I practice connecting to my soul every second that I can of the day. And when I'm removed from my soul, um, I'm able to call my soul back into me and be like, okay, breathe and Okay, Nicole, you have to go to the restroom. Okay, Nicole, you have to drink water. Like the easiest things. So I hope I answered your question. I know that was long. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of like getting out of disassociation, which I feel like is becoming a really big issue in our world right now. And I know like a lot of my friends, myself personally, we've all struggled with disassociation because we do live in this virtual reality a lot of times and everything that we do is so online. And so I like what you said about like, okay, I need to like drink water. I need to turn off my phone, or I need to just having those self-care practices to take you out of that disassociation and into like, what does my soul actually need right now? Thanks for saying that. Cause I thought I was the only one. I like want to make a new friend. So I feel like, like I am connecting with you that you're so honest saying that you're going through it too. And I really appreciate that because I feel lonely sometimes. (laughs) Likewise. And I think that's where we have to look at this kind of layer of success that life can put on us, which of course is a positive thing. And I think a lot of women too now, like everyone's in the career force, you know, the workforce, and we're all working our butts off. But at the same time, it's like, okay, what's behind the curtain? And then can we just tap into that a little bit more and then listen to it? And it's hard. I think that's really great that you were able to start that healing process. And then 
after taking that time, like move that outwards? Thank you. I realized that I also kept trying to fix everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's how I also got my identity. Like, oh, I'll shape your body. Ooh, I'll make you lose 100 pounds. Ooh, yeah. I'll make you so hot and happy. Ooh, I will make this dance super hot. Ooh, I'll do this. And I was like, wow, I've just focused on taking care of myself this past year. And it's brought me so much more abundance. So my message is to let women think about themselves as a priority first and provide what she needs first. Because when she feels good, then everyone and everything around her feels good. Yeah, absolutely. It's like what I heard, the kinder we are to ourselves, the easier it is to be kind to others. But why do we have to go through this like intense, like breakdown of who we think we are in order to get there? Um, I know that's where I've been, where it's like, oh God. Um, No, I think please, if I may. So part of my practice is like psychosomatic readings. If I may just share with you what I'm like feeling from you is that you didn't receive enough love in your early years, because you're such a lovable, amazing, incredible light, like amazing. Look what you're doing to help people, right? And so there's this overcompensation of, I want to be bigger and I want to be better. I need to be seen. I need to help people because my past sucked. My past wasn't really what I thought my past was. And it's very normal. And here you are feeling like, You are learning how to love yourself minus all the incredible accomplishments. I see your Instagram. I see what you're doing. This exercise, making women feel comfortable in their bodies, like being your own brand, showing your body, showing that you're comfortable in yourself, asking me to join you, writing these thoughtful questions. Like you said them ahead to me before our call and you're so thoughtful. You are so detail oriented. You are so beautiful. I think that you need to be seen more. And so I'm being vocal with you being like, I see you blaze. Like you're doing it. You're doing the mission. You're doing the work. And now the next step for you is how do I give to me first? What do I really need? Because you're already doing the hard stuff that 99% of people can't really do, which is self-motivate, create, put your shit out there, like start a podcast, like all this really hard stuff that zaps our female energy because tech mm. and customers and people and transactions and websites and all that tech stuff sucks. Yeah. And, and I think for you, it's just like, breathe, like you got this girl, like you're doing amazing. Thank you. Yes. I believe that I similarly to you have spent the last year just tapping back into myself and setting boundaries and really focusing on getting back into that divine feminine. Yes. So it's, it's important and it's worthwhile work. So we're out here doing the things. So tell me about like integrating energetic systems and mm-hmm. let's say a little, let's delve into the neuroscience and psychosomatic side a little bit more. How do you integrate that into your workout so that if I'm coming to your exercise class or getting one of your classes online, how am I feeling and receiving that energy? Well, I love quantum fix and psychology. And I think the big misconception, especially within the female population, is if I'm smarter, faster, better, quicker than you, I exist. And that's all neck up energy. Mm -hmm. Neck up energy 
over drains the female's brain. It makes her tired. It disconnects her from her body and her knowledge and her power and her source is in the body. So I specifically choreograph really fun, fresh, sexy exercises that make a woman's energy come alive. So it's aligned with yoga, aligned with kundalini, aligned with chakras, because energy can be felt, but it can't really be measured. So what I'm doing with a woman's body is qualitatively making her be the master of her own energy and not being like, okay, I'm going to eat one gram of protein. Okay, I want to eat one lettuce. Okay, I'm going to measure, okay, 23 minutes of workouts, 55 butt lifts. No, that zaps her of her divine feminine. I'm teaching a woman to feel. I'm teaching a woman to love herself and to be her own master, mind, body, and soul. And that comes with NW Method, which is a really awesome, fun workout that I've been creating for the past 15 years. And it's on its 17th iteration. It's now online. Yeah. And it's a new platform on my website and it's really fun and easy to follow and really the future of the new age feminist. Wow. So many powerful things have just been said. (laughs) Yes. It's a lot of unlearning. And so it sounds like the foundation of what you're doing is, okay, how can I take these women out of this intensely like head driven space and really drop them into their bodies. Yes. And how is that? How is witnessing that for you? Like witnessing that in your clients and what have you seen transformation wise, even just not even physically, but like energetically, like what does it look like when you're able to take someone out of their head, especially a woman and really into their body? She looks happy and sexy and free and in tune with herself and at peace. Like I can see it and I feel it. And then physically her body takes shape. We all have a normal body and there's no more fighting with what we were born with. And it just kind of shrinks her waist. It kind of opens up her shoulders and her posture. It makes her hips have a ratio of 0.86 to a bust waist hip ratio, which is the healthy way for a woman to have that measurement. And she feels like herself. And so every woman's shape is different. Every woman's body is different. And I'm not trying to get people to look like me, but I'm trying to get people to feel what I feel because I feel happy, hot, and sexy but it looks different to what you look like, but we feel the same. Right. Okay. That's great. It seems like this has been a really incredible journey for you. And I kind of want to go back a little bit to just the way that you grew up. And you mentioned to me that you left home at 16. And I'm curious, like, how does where you've come from and what you've been through as a younger adult or even a child, how has that shaped what you have now and who you are now? I know we're backtracking a little, but I'm curious. It's very healthy to do that. I appreciate you letting me continue to heal. So thank you for asking me that very important question because I forgot who I was for a long time. 
And when a child experiences deep pain or deep loss or deep feelings of unworthiness or undeservability or not loved enough or not feeling special or nurtured for a creative brain, um, it can make the child feel like they're not enough. And so I had that. I didn't feel like I was enough. I didn't feel like I was deserving of love and health and happiness. And so when I was 16, I made a decision to be the most famous, bestest dancer in the world so that I could make my own money and have my own place and have my own job. And no one could tell me what to do. And I kind of never looked back because that, remember when I told you that gave me my identity? Well, that was a false sense of self, right? So returning home, I went back to my roots from the Bronx, born in New York. I'm Filipino, Chinese, Spanish, German, Bulgarian, Hungarian. My family is this beautiful mix of East and West. And being from New York City, the sounds of like construction and like busy streets and honking horns. Like I just feel like I'm a mix. And so I realized that in my life, I love mixing things like quantum physics and dance or like wearing different colored hair or mixing drinks and, you know, not taking something as what it is, but how can I make it better? How can I make it different? How can I mix it up? And that really is my passion, like creating the new. Yeah. It really seems like what you do is on the cutting edge and like, I'm not just like saying these things just to say them. I mean, I've been a personal trainer and a fitness instructor for, you know, 10 different formats. I've been functional training for eight years. And so I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of exercise, right? But what you do and like, I'm just being real with you right now is like, I have never seen like people approach fitness and approach the way that you even specifically do your exercises. I've never seen that from anyone, but you. So the idea that you're doing this, like you're remixing like this version of what you already know into something that's you and then putting it out is really unique (laughs) for sure. Cool. Thanks for saying that. When you were talking, it made me realize that that muscle keeps my brain young. It Mm. makes my brain neurons have to continuously fire. And that's what keeps me youthful. So I encourage when women study with me or take my class that they encourage this youthful self, as you said. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big piece of what is the journey. Keeping the body and the brain young is allowing yourself to learn new things. And a big piece of that for your brand, it seems like is like, take away the shame of not knowing exactly what to do. Stop thinking that it has to be this or that and just get into your body. Yes. You're so good at, what do you call it? Summarizing. (laughs) I need your help after this call, please. to Just summarize my love of writing. Yes. Yes. We can definitely talk about that. Okay. So now let's get in a little deeper into this idea of mixing. We're both female entrepreneurs and like, I always see my female entrepreneurs out there getting it. And I'm curious because it's such a male dominated field or just business in general is very masculine. I know that I have struggled with this. I'm sure my listeners have struggled with this. How do you like put some of that feminine energy into like the actual structure of your business? Oh, that's so good. Okay. So 
I believe in, I'm here to represent the new age feminist. And for me, that new age feminist understands that to be whole, we are all male and female inside. And I'm not saying like, it's, it's a spiritual kind of approach to duality that yeah. I feel competition and fighting and seeing somebody as male or female already create separateness. And so for me, I, I go on vibe and energy. What is my vibe I'm giving off? And am I in my body? Am I in my soul? So when I'm approaching business or approaching the structure of my finances or numbers or customer count or how many products I'm selling or, you know, data, I definitely am not as free. I believe that I tap into the left side of my brain, which is rational thinking and I really focus. I have to focus. I have to focus on do the numbers add up? Am I being rational? Am I moving from a place of quantitative measurement? And I try as much as possible to get a hold of my emotions because I love feeling. But when it comes to business, my work is um, to check my ego, check my pride, which killed me the first time. It killed my business. And also to get a hold on my emotions. I'm a very emotional woman because I'm a dancer and I love to feel it. Oh. And when it comes to business, I have a duty to myself, my team, and my partners to uphold the energy of how I meet them. And if I'm walking into meetings being like, oh my God, they might not feel respected. So yesterday I took a meeting at the hair salon and I was supposed to be on the Zoom at two. And these are like, the biggest, most amazing male partners I could ever have asked for. Sure. And I was like, oh my God, this is so unprofessional. My hair is in the sink. Oh my God. And I had to say, hey, I'm going to be five minutes late. I'm at the hair salon. And they got back to me right away. And I said, I just, you know, I apologize. Like, it's fine. Like, we get it. Like, do you want us to call you back? So I think bringing truth and honesty to the partners, to your partners, to your team gets respected. It, people hear and feel honesty. And if you can't feel like you can't be honest in your business or with your partners, they're not the right partners. No. You want to feel comfortable. You're putting good in the world. And people around you need to respect you. So I also think respect is a huge thing. Yes. I think that it's a way to approach what we have to do in the masculine energy in a very like almost compassionate way where you're like, okay, so I do have to do these numbers. I do need to show up for my team. I do need to be on these calls, but I'm going to continue to be honest with myself and with the people I'm working with. And I think what that does, what I'm hearing is like, it's less overcompensation of like feeling that you have to do everything perfectly because it's, <laughs> yeah. it has to be like this and more just like, okay, I need five minutes. Like I was getting, I was at the salon and people that I need to hear that. So I do get stressed out and overwhelmed because my to-do list is like so long. So you're right. Like taking a breath or taking five minutes is okay. But sometimes I'm like by the minute, like, oh, <laughs> absolutely. So what's been the journey of the Nicole Winhofer method in the last, let's say, you know, post pandemic. And I know you mentioned that you have some new products coming out. What's going on with that? Can you like fill us in a little bit? Yes. So I changed industries 
because I'm now in tech and I didn't expect to be in tech. And I have the type of personality that just goes into things and figures things out. Sure. This new product is NW Method 2.0, and it's on this incredibly newly built platform that is categorized by my 10 years of video content. Um, so I'm putting all of my hour-long videos online for people to see my transgression from when I first started in the industry when I was 22 and just training Hollywood stars and what that workout does to a female body, ages 45 to 55. Okay. And then next you see me launching in New York City with women ages 30 to 50. That's more hip hop, more R&B, more fun. Then you see me launching a product around COVID, which allows a woman to reconnect with herself, more of her beauty and feminine and joy for life. And um, the product gets you a happy, sexy, hot body in less than a month because there's over 250 hours of content, mind, body, soul, chakra workout, choreographed and categorized by body part, time, and meticulously handcrafted and drawn by my hands. So everything is unique, authentic, and really from the soul because I had to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And the intention in each workout is really me pouring my soul into the energy of getting women strong, really from an authentic place. My intention when I create is to help people. My intention to create is not to make money, is not to have power, is not to be egotistical. My intention for creating is to help. And with intention comes results. So my intention is to help a woman feel strong, help her feel beautiful, help her feel like she's enough, help her love her normal body, help her create the curve she wants, help her sit on the couch and drink a beer if she wants, help her own her decisions, help her just be herself. Because I struggled for 20 years trying to be someone I was not, and I don't want women to go through that. Like, it sucks. It's a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. I learned a lot. But I want to take all my learnings to help people just be themselves. <laughs> and figuring out this tech stuff was really fun. And I'm on my 17th iteration. The product is most deaf, the best shit out there. And I want to help women feel hot and sexy and fun and happy. And that's really my mission. I really see you putting your soul out on the line and also your journey of all of the different things that you've done personally. And so it's cool because now you have these different formats that people can really tap into. And I think that's what we need more of is like someone putting their heart on the line so that they can really see their own transformation. Thank you. Yes. So the last thing I'll ask you is, after everything you've been through and just your own personal progression, what would you, what type of advice would you give yourself 15 years ago that you wish maybe you could have known then that perhaps someone would resonate with if they're listening now? The advice I would give myself 15 years ago is fall in love every single day with your life. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, girl. Yes.
So Nicole, where can people get in contact with you and what are you most excited about that we can share here on the show so that others can connect with what you're doing in the world? Well, my website is NicoleWinhofer.com and that's where people can find uh, the workout, the product and how to coach with me uh, privately. They're a little shy. And then my Instagram is at Nicole Winhofer. And I promote mental health. I just, I, I try to be honest when I post. So I don't post as much as I quote unquote can because I try not to use too much technology for my health. So when I do post, it's really impactful. I really do have something to say. My last post was about loving yourself. It was me in a bathing suit with my Nikes on folding a towel and doing a forward bend saying, I love you, Nicole. And it's like, I thought that was very powerful because we just need to do that. Like it's so simple yet so hard. Just breathe and say, I love you in certainty. Like I love you so much in certainty, please. Um, <laughs> to just tell ourselves, I love you, insert Nicole. Like, <laughs> um, so when I do post, on Instagram, it's at Nicole and Hopper. And when I post, I really mean what I say. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we're excited to see what is happening with you in the coming months. And thank you oh so much. You're welcome, Blaze. I had a lot of fun with you. And thank you for seeing me. I appreciate you. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to the Wholehearted Glow podcast today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to write a review. I would love, 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 love to hear from you. And if you would like to connect on Instagram, I am at wholehearted underscore glow. Lots of daily shenanigans going on there, but also like real life stuff, coaching stuff, fitness stuff. So anything you need, that is the place to contact me directly. And I will speak with you soon. Bye.